Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. My name is Jacob DeLawrence. I am the host of the Believe in UConn Women's Basketball Podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Because I believe in the Lady Huskies just gave us something to believe in tonight. That's right. For the debut episode of the podcast, we're going to be discussing the highly anticipated rematch between the UConn Lady Huskies and the Fighting Irish from Notre Dame that went down last night along with how the Lady Huskies have been looking so far this year. And we're going to take a quick peek ahead at some of the upcoming matchups. There's a very important one in late January that everybody has circled and looking forward to. But before we get to all of that, I just want to let everybody know that this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Basically, no matter where you get your podcast, we got you covered. Have podcast, will travel. So make sure that when you go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast so that way you never miss a new episode when it's available to you, that you give us a five-star review. And if you got any questions that you want answered on the show, go ahead, leave it in the comments for me. I go through, I read everything. I want to let all of you know that we all bleed blue here, that we're all diehard fans of UConn, and that this is going to be a podcast for us as a family, as a collective. So if you want to know something about, hey, why did Gino do this? Or, hey, what do you think is going on in recruiting? Oh, do you think we're maybe we're suffering from some fatigue that we got complacent here that we don't know how to win because we haven't won a title in three years? Let me know. I don't care if it's about UConn basketball. Let me know in the comments. Matter of fact, if it's about how I'm doing as a host, let me know as well. If you're on Twitter and you want to ask me a question, just make sure you use the hashtag BelieveUConn. That is hashtag B-L-E-A-V-U-C-O-N-N. And any questions that I see with that hashtag, I will sit there, I will look at, I will compile, I will read, I will read, I will answer. I'm excited right now. The Huskies just came through and just blew the doors off of Notre Dame. And we're going to get to that in a second. But before we get to that, I just want to let you know that you can follow me on Twitter as well, at underscore Della. That's at underscore J-D-E-L-A. And also, while you're on Twitter and you're going through handing out follows, go ahead and give the Believe Podcast Network a follow as well. That is at Believe Podcast, B-L-E-A-V-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S. And go ahead and check out Believe.com while you're at it. Because you know what? You might just find another great podcast that you love there. For example, we got the Christmas Movie Breakdown Podcast with Lacey Evans right now. It's the holiday season. Everybody's getting into that mood. You're watching all your Christmas favorites on Netflix. Maybe you're finding something new. And we can't forget, this is the season of all the Hallmark movies, baby. Everybody loves a good old Hallmark Christmas movie. So go ahead and check out that podcast with Lacey and see what she's got. Matter of fact, I think on her most recent episode, she's breaking down one of the newest Hallmark. Ha- <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't even talk right now, guys. Bear with me. Just pardon me. Lacey's breaking down the newest Hallmark Christmas movie on her latest episode, so go ahead and check that out. And if you're a fan of football, we got you covered. We got everything from USC, that's right, the Trojans of Southern Cal. We got the Rams, we got the Chargers, we have the University of Arizona. We got prep sports for Alabama, Texas, California. 
We got, we just got you covered everywhere. We even got you covered for the Believe in FSU football podcast with Chris Sharp and FSU great Kenny Shaw. And FSU just happens to be in news right now with them hiring a new head coach. So, hey, if you want to know a little bit more, I'm sure Chris and Kenny will have you covered over there. So when you get a chance, go check them out. But you're here to talk about the UConn Lady Huskies. Well, you're here to listen to me talk about the Lady Huskies, and you're going to probably talk about it out loud and be like, hey, man, I wish you would have addressed this. So like I said, comment section, hashtag Believe UConn. Let me know. So we are here to talk about UConn. We're here to talk about the highly anticipated rematch, and let's go ahead and get right to that. Like I mentioned, this was a highly anticipated rematch from last year's Final Four game in which Notre Dame managed to knock out Connecticut and went on their way to the championship game, and honestly, nobody cares. So this year, there was a lot of hype surrounding this matchup, even though both teams had some changes. For Notre Dame, gone are the Brianna Turners, the Enriquez, that just gave Connecticut fits, and for Connecticut... Collier was gone. Katie Lou is gone. So both teams came in with a very new feel of, well, it's UConn-Notre Dame, so it's going to be a matchup. Unfortunately, Notre Dame wasn't ranked. They're sit- they were currently sitting at 500 heading into the matchup. Connecticut, top five in the country, number four, undefeated, looking like Connecticut. They just reload very similar to how Alabama does in football. You lose something, you come back, and it's like, whoa, they had this sitting in the wing? Very much so. So in this matchup, UConn, Notre Dame, it's a marquee Sunday afternoon game. The Huskies would go on to win 81-57. to A very decisive game. Megan Walker for the Huskies led the way with 26 points to go along with 13 rebounds. And during the game, it was very clear that Notre Dame is a team that is replacing a lot. All five starters were gone. That's at least two All-Americans for Notre Dame. Connecticut, missing, like I mentioned, Katie Lou Samuelson, Nafisha Collier, two key, very important Huskies, some of the all-time greats, but Chino had his girls ready to go today, came through, handled business. A lot of these players that were on this team played a role in last year's run and were part of that game, so they had that incentive that wild pieces were missing. Hey, it's still Notre Dame. They are still one of our rivals. We still owe them a receipt from last year. So let's go ahead and hand them this receipt real quick, which is what the Lady Huskies did. They had a dominating effort on the boards. Gino even made a comment at halftime. He was asked, oh, how do you feel about the performance of the team? You know, they seem real aggressive on the glass, coming down with a lot of offensive rebounds. For those that watched the game, Gino just stood there for a couple moments and just didn't say anything, just looked around. I was like, I'm shocked. I harbored on this for the longest. Hey, we got to get boards. We got to be more aggressive on the glass. And sure enough, the Lady Huskies showed up. They were aggressive. They finished with a nice collective total of 48 rebounds as a team. 16 offensive rebounds, which leads to a lot of second chance points, which is very key and essential to be able to blow out somebody because not every shot is going to fall. So that second chance and that hustle and that effort shows that, hey, we're here, we're committed, we're trying to fight, we're going to see the possession all the way through. Like I mentioned, Megan Walker had 26 points. It was a very even and consistent effort. You got another 12 points off of the bench from the Lady Huskies. The team shot 
35% from three-point, which is really good compared to Notre Dame. 16% from the foul line, the Huskies were 68%. Notre Dame was 56 From the field overall, UConn shot an outstanding 46%, 30 of 66 from the field. Notre Dame shot a little bit better at 37%, but this was a very smothering effort by Connecticut. This seems to be a team that is on a mission that is looking to end a drought of three years without a national title, and a performance like this will go a long way in establishing that, hey, even though they're having a down year, they're still Notre Dame. They might be five and six right now, but they are still Notre Dame. Muffet McGraw is still on that sideline. She's still one of the five best coaches in women's college basketball. And I will make the argument that she's one of the 15 best coaches in college basketball, period. So Gino knows that, hey, we can't afford to have an off day. Want to come in here feeling laxed. And then Notre Dame blows us out our own gym. Didn't happen. Huskies handled business. And now after Notre Dame, we are on to DePaul on the 16th. DePaul is currently ranked number 16 in the country. It should be a relatively solid matchup for the Huskies. Get a nice little feel of like, all right, let's see how we're doing. We just came from Notre Dame. It's a perfect trap game. Don't let it, don't get mistaken that, oh, you can't have a trap game. It'll be almost a week since you played. It's not a trap game. You'll be ready for it. No, no. This is the textbook of a trap game. They are a ranked opponent. They are a very respectable team. While there may be a gap to some people in women's basketball from the top 10 to the rest of everybody else in the polls and just in women's basketball in general, as this season has proven with a lot of top 10 teams being upset so far, if you don't come with your A game, you are very likely to take a loss. It doesn't matter who you are. It's happened to Connecticut. It happens to Tennessee. It's happened to Stanford, Baylor's, the Notre Dames of the world. If you show up, and you're not ready, you can and will lose. So this will be a game that I believe Gina will have the girls ready for. They only have two more games before Christmas. They have DePaul, like I mentioned, on the 16th. And then they have Oklahoma on the 22nd. That wraps up the year. They get a little breather. And then you have Wichita State. You have SMU. And then here's the first marquee matchup of the new year. January the 9th. They have a matchup against Baylor. Baylor's currently ranked number seven. Those that know Connecticut and Baylor have had many battles over the years. It's one of the best rivalries in sports right now. So that'll be a good measuring stick of where the Huskies are at at that point in the season. And like I teased earlier in the intro, I said that there was a certain day in January that everybody was looking forward to. That is January 23rd. That game is scheduled for 7 p.m. as of right now in primetime on ESPN. It is against number 17 currently ranked, the Lady Vols of Tennessee. There's little added incentive this year because Miss Westbrook from Tennessee left the program. She's transferred to Connecticut. For those that don't know, there is a big issue of the NCAA granting her eligibility. They denied it. UConn appealed. They denied that. It's been a whole thing. We will dive into that in an episode as we get a little closer to the Tennessee game so we can just break down that one aspect of it. But this is the first time that Connecticut and Tennessee have played each other in years. Many fans know this was one of the biggest rivalries in sports period of the late 90s, early 2000s. It used to be a marquee, like, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock game on CBS. It would be almost the only women's basketball game that CBS would show for their whole entire season. And it would 
often either be the lead into a high men's game or a men's game would lead into the Connecticut Tennessee game. It's that important of it. Think Duke Carolina. It's just that intense for the women. So to see this rivalry back while Pat Summit has passed on, there's still that feel and that edge of we don't care for Tennessee. They don't care for us. They don't necessarily care for Geno. It's all fun. We don't like you. You don't like us. Let's bring it to the court. Let's have let's have a good game. It'll be a perfect measuring stick for Tennessee to see if that they're getting back to that standard that they're looking for. And like I said, it'll be also good to see how these Lady Huskies are panning out because we have a lot of players who, due to Katie Lou leaving, I'm sorry, Katie Lou leaving, <laughs> and due to Collier leaving as well, they're having to step in, play bigger roles. Geno's made mention that, oh, there's a lot of things wrong with this team. You can't just blame it on a couple players leaving. You can't blame it on the NCAA denying a waiver. This is just a team that needs to do a lot of growth. A lot of people are coming into new roles. So we're going to see how this thing pans out. So that matchup is going to be very important for how UConn seasons go. Just because, one, it's Tennessee. It's a rivalry. It's the rebirth of a rivalry. Hopefully we can get the series back to where it's every year home and home, and we just keep this rivalry going. We keep it on the books. We don't have to take another gap and pause in it. And then after the Tennessee game, on February 3rd, they play Oregon, who's currently ranked number three. They're also one of the best programs in the country right now. So those are three high marquee matchups that'll give you a solid idea of where the Lady Huskies are. And they're late enough in the season that they should be, they should be essential they should be able to tell you that, hey, this player is going to be like this, and this is how they will handle the pressure of the big dance. So that way, when we get to March and we get out of conference term play and we start the actual road to the Final Four, there shouldn't be any surprises. So with that, that is UConn's upcoming schedule. It looks good. We got those three marquee matchups. Go ahead and pull your calendar out, circle them, set your DVR, primetime matchups. So, hey, you don't want to miss those. And like I said, as we get closer to those games, I will do a deeper dive into them. And I mentioned in the start that I was going to look back and see how the Lady Huskies have been so far this year. The ladies are currently a no after handling Notre Dame yesterday, 81-57, like I mentioned. They have beaten every team that they've played this year by at least 11 points. Ohio State was an 11-point victory, and Cal was an 11-point victory to start the season. They also went down to Vandy, beat the Lady Commodores 64-51. They handled Temple, they handled UVA, they handled Dayton, and they handled Seton Hall. So, as for Connecticut Hill so far, we are very par for the course. We're just chugging along. We're beating the teams that we're supposed to beat. We're beating them the way that we're supposed to beat them. These games have also been challenging through spurts, which has allowed the team to grow and force them to have to step up because while the box while the general score just looks like a blowout if you go look at the box score if you go watch highlights or recap it you will see that there's parts where players have struggled you haven't seen the best performance from people it's been a little bit of a collection this year there's not that one definitive star so far it looks like Megan Walker may be that person this year but as now it's been a very hey next man up okay you know what tonight's my night I'm feeling it approach and this will work for the Huskies but best believe, come April, March, we will need a closer. And by that point, it will be defined on who the closer on the team is. But that is the problem for March. Right now, the Lady Huskies are 8-0. We're looking good. That's all we can ask for right now.
because there's nothing that we're having to sit here and panic about in UConn land other than the fact that we haven't won a national title in three years. Yes, it is a drought. Yes, we don't know how to handle it right now. So if you have any questions about, oh, man, what do you think maybe Geno's seat's getting hot? Just save those questions. There's no way this man's seat is going to get hot because we haven't won a national title in three years. So just relax. Our time is coming. We can't win them all, even though I want to. We have 11 national titles. So let's, let's, let's just, we're happy. It's okay. We have a high standard. We want another one. We'll get another one. But hey, in the meantime, we're looking good. We're set up to make a nice little run to the Final Four. Some of the very early, way too early in the season bracketology projections have us as a number one seed, have us as a Final Four team. This is the middle of December. I'm not buying into that right now. There's no telling how this season could go. It could very well be one injury, which I'm not speaking or wishing of, but there's a lot of factors that can affect how a season can go when we're sitting here on the 9th of December nine game, eight games into the season, haven't really hit the bulk of conference play. A lot can happen. So all these early bracketology predictions of, well, UConn's looking like a Final Four team. They're looking like maybe the best team in the country. Thank you. That's nice. It's December. I want to hear that in March and April when we should be clicking, where we should be looking like a definitive Final Four team, and we should be looking like the best team in the country. So, like I said, my name is Jacob Lawrence. I am a host of the Believe in UConn Women's Basketball Podcast. This has been episode number one. I just want to drop in real quick and let you guys get a little taste of what will be coming from us this season. I'm going to be here with you every week, breaking down the game before and games up ahead. So, hey, if you got any questions about something specific in the game, let me know. Like I said, the hashtag is BelieveUConn. That's hashtag B-L-E-A-V-U-C-O-N-N on Twitter, our Facebook, our Instagram. If you use that hashtag, I will find it. I will get your questions wrote down. I will answer them. So make sure that if I do that for you, that you go on to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, we're available. And that you like and subscribe and you leave a five-star review and comment and say, hey, man, I like the episode, but can you give me a little bit more of this or can you give me a little bit more of that? Or if you've got a question, I'm like, hey, do you think you can maybe get Sue Bird or Diana on a podcast? I can't tell you for sure, but I will try my best to see if I can get them or if I can get any other UConn greats on the podcast. Because like I said in the start, this is our podcast. I may just be here as your host, but I want to let you know that this is for all of us that love UConn women's basketball. This is our show. So whatever I can do to make this as interactive for you and as enjoyable for you, the listener, I will try my best to do. So again, make sure you go ahead and like, subscribe, tell your friend to tell a friend, tell everybody, the more the merrier. Help us grow as a show. Help Believe grow as a podcast network because Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. We got podcasts for everything. Like I said, man, we got the Cartel Coach podcast. If you go go to Believe.com right now, just go ahead. Type it in real quick. I'm going to wait. I'm going to give you a little second type it in. You typed it in? Okay, cool. Now that's your Believe.com, go ahead and click on that tab that says Shows. Give it a second to load. We have right now 159 shows, and there are more coming. We have a podcast for you. I promise you, no matter what your interest may be, there is a podcast for you. 
All you got to do is go to Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Click on the tab that says Shows, and it will pull up all of our glorious podcasts. We got a podcast dedicated to just Pac-12 football. We got a podcast dedicated to the New Orleans Pelicans. That boy Zion Williamson is set to come back soon. So you believe that when Zion comes back, the Pelicans will be again talked about all over because the hype's going to be Zion's making a season debut. We got a podcast for the Warriors. We got a podcast about yoga. We have a podcast for almost any and everything that you like and enjoy. If you don't believe me, all you got to do, Believe.com, click on shows. Go see for yourself, man. Find something you like. And when you find it, go ahead and like and subscribe that to that podcast too. We got a podcast on CBD. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. We are the Believe Podcast Network, number one podcast network. This is the Believe in UConn Women's Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Jacob DeLawrence, at underscore J-Della, J-D-E-L-A on Twitter. Until next time, remember, bleed blue, go Huskies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.